Good morning. This is TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 69. And this morning, I have history right here with me this morning. As the first black founder of cognac, of a cognac company, Lazare International, based out of Cognac, France. This morning, I have Norvell Lazare with me. Norvell, thanks for taking time to be on my show. No problem, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Okay, let's get into it. Now, Norvell, can you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? There's <laughs> so much to tell, man. I know we we on we on uh, limited time, so. Uh, but basically, man, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm an action person, man. I, you know, I'm committed to being an inspiration to a lot of people. Matter from from New Orleans originally, you know, I live out in the Flats, which is about 50, about right in between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. Uh, I'm a global entrepreneur. did you come up with the concept of Lazare Cognac? Uh, I actually didn't pursue the car yet. You know, it was, uh, you know, uh, back in 2014, I took the international trade course. I was getting involved in import-export. And uh, when I completed the course, I didn't have a product to export or import. Uh, so I just was looking online and I ran across this wine from South France in Toronto, and the wine, the wine was called Domaine Le Serre. So it intrigued me so much, man, to see my last name on the wine bottle. It made me want to learn more about my my history, my heritage. So uh, I went to my grandmother. She gave me some some documents that led me to my fifth generation great grandfather, Blaise Le Serre. And uh, you know, I always heard the stories that they used back in the days about the two brothers that came from France that settled in Louisiana back in the early 1800s and long story short that's you know, they had, they, had you know, they bought some land they had a bunch of children and that's where we come from that's where all of the says came from gotcha. um, but, I didn't, but I didn't know who they were I didn't know their names I didn't know anything about them you know, it, uh, until, uh, up until I went and got this information from my grandmother I found out uh, their names. I wanted to get 
get more information on Blaze, but I couldn't get any information other than what I had on him because he never came to the U.S. You know, his, his two sons came to the U.S., uh, but he, he lived and died in France, so I had to travel to France to get more information on him. And uh, I decided to, to join a trade mission to go to France because I didn't want to go by myself because I didn't speak French. Yeah. And uh, I felt more comfortable going with a delegation from Louisiana <laughs> that speak English and French. And uh, uh, so my whole trip to France was to go do my research on my heritage. Gotcha. <laughs> and uh, I just so happened to, I just so happened to be a part of a big trade mission business forum called the Future Rally. And, uh, you know, I confess, man, I was just using the trade mission just to get to France. <laughs> you know, I, I, I hadn't even planned on going to France for, for business. I just was a part of the big business forum. But I didn't know what I signed up for, man. Yeah. You know, but things, things just happened like that. And when I got to this business forum, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to just go show my face the first day because they had a little welcoming ceremony. And when I got there, it blew my mind because they had over 39 countries that participated in that in that event. And uh, over 500 businesses from all over the world was there to do business, business transactions. And, uh, and uh, I looked around, man, I'm the only African, I was the only African American from the United States that was at that event. Oh. In, a, in, a, in a event that huge, man, I'm looking at these sheiks, man, with these, you know, with these, uh, walking around uh, some brothers from Africa, from China, Europe, Greece, uh, everywhere, UK, you know, all the Middle Eastern countries. Man, they had so much money in their building. I, I, I'm telling you, and it was something like the UN was put together, man. I mean, you, you, you should have saw it, man. I, I, wish, I wish, you know, a lot of people could have been there to experience that. Like we were sitting in this big auditorium and they had this big stage at the bottom of the auditorium and uh, they had a few people on the stage talking in French and uh, you had headphones and they had pushed a button on the headphones for whichever language you wanted, you know, so you so can interpret what, what they were saying on the stage. And it was unbelievable. It blew my mind. And at that minute, I knew I couldn't leave that event. You know, because it was my plan to just go show my face the first day, and the next day I was supposed to travel to South France and go in, in uh, Saint Sauvin, and because that's where they keep all the bird records, and they had the bird records for my grandfather at, uh, at this big church, castle-looking church. That was my plan to just go show my face and then sneak away the next day uh, and go do my research. But when I saw how huge this event was. Uh, I knew some op some kind of opportunity was going to come out of that. I just didn't know at the time what it was. So I was scheduled to meet with 20 businesses, and uh, sat down with 16 over a, a three three to four day period. And uh, some awesome opportunities came my way, but my now business partner he sat in front of me, and uh, he explained to me uh, what he, you know his expertise were were in uh, wine and spirits that he was wine and spirits consultant and uh 
and uh, I was very, very impressed with him. And then when he said he can make me a cognac, light bulb popped up in my head, and I said, let's do it. So, so it just happened, man. It wasn't, it wasn't like I went to France pursuing cognac. You know, I, I just, I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, it seemed distant though. So, so it seemed like it was meant to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's 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 what I said. Yeah. You know, because think about it, man. I know you heard the saying, in order for you to know where you're going, you gotta know where you've been. Yeah. So, so you know, I'm trying to find out where I come from. I found my direction. Right. Cool. Nah. Now when I when do, when I do drink, I love cognac, and by far yours is the best I had. What's so unique about your cognac? It's different. It's different from the from a you know the, the average cognac. Uh, you know, Lucerne can be described as the nectar of the gods, man. I'm telling you because of the stuff that's in it. We got 99% all natural ingredients in that session. And I know what's in it. We had an old Indian recipe right. uh, that we uh, added to it, you know, to give it some health, you know, to make it more healthier uh, for, for the human consumption. You know, so one of the ingredients that we added was yerba mate. They used that uh, to make tea. It's, it's a natural herb that's grown in South Brazil. And, uh, it has huge health benefits. It does a lot for the for the body, man. But uh, the biggest thing it does is prevents cancer. Gotcha. You know, so you know, good for your for your heart. Good for your managing healthy blood sugar levels. Uh, anti-aging properties. You know, but the biggest thing it does it prevents cancer. Oh man, amazing. You know, so that ingredient is in our drink. So, so you know, Lacer is the best thing on the market, man, health-wise. If you take Lacer, the only thing that would be similar health-wise to Lacer is uh, a red wine. Gotcha. You know, so we have ingredients that's in our drink that increases one's vitality. That's why I call it the, the nectar of the gods, you know, because... <laughs> you know, because of one, for one reason, you know how I came in contact with it. It was like it was it was meant to be. This was destined for me to create this drink. You know, to be to, to to get into become into a position where I was able to meet somebody and partner up with them and actually create this drink. You know, so you know, that's one reason, and the other reason because of what's in it. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's good too. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, now it's, it's only in Louisiana, and I see everybody love it up here. And I told you I live in I live in New Orleans, but I'm originally from Alabama, and I have family members that love it. Do you think it's gonna go worldwide anytime soon? Because I know once they taste it, it's gonna blow everybody's mind. Man, let me tell you something. You know, we have eight states so far, and we got. Uh, we in five countries in Africa. We just got Australia. We prospect in Moscow, the UK, South America, Central America. Uh, I mean, we global. Yeah. It's not just it's not just in Louisiana. We got Texas. We got Mississippi. I just got an order order yesterday morning from from Mississippi. Uh, we got Arkansas. 
we was in Georgia, but we got to revamp Georgia. Okay. Because it didn't work out with uh, Savannah Distributors. Well, that was the distributor that we was dealing with out there in Georgia. It didn't work out, uh, so we're going to we gonna, uh, build our own distribution uh, company in Georgia. And we're going to revamp Georgia soon. Uh, but we also in Indiana. Uh, with uh, we have a company uh, that we do that we partnered up with called Straight to the Top Distributors. Yeah. Uh, they do, they're doing awesome. They have uh, roughly about 200, 200 locations in the Indiana that that carry their products. Uh, then we just got uh, Chicago, Illinois. Oh uh, man. My 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 younger cousin. Uh, she's uh first black female whole, uh, wholesale liquor, di- liquor distributor in Chicago, Illinois. So Dang. she made history and she's, she should be uh, up and running uh, sometime next month. So Chicago, man, they, they, you know, they on it. Uh, we got California, Texas, you know, so, uh, I mean, we moving, man. It just, it's just a building process, man. A little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah, that's major. That's major. Uh, let me let me ask you this: How does it feel to see your name on a product that you came up with, and you get a chance to see it grow like the way it is? something you could tell someone include myself that's trying to try or create something that they want to be successful
know, most people, most entrepreneurs just starting out and they might open up a little storefront or they might open up an online business or, you know, they might start small somewhere, all right? And don't get me wrong, you got to start somewhere. But if, you know, if you, if you look at the bigger picture, you know, you know, there's so many different levels of business. So if you open up a storefront, that's what you call a local business. Right. And if you go, if you open up locations in other cities in in one state, that's that's called statewide. Right. Right. And if you open up locations in other states, multiple states, that's called nationwide. Yep. All right. Then when you start selling to other countries, you start opening up businesses in other countries and doing business with other countries that's called uh international or global you know what i'm saying yeah worldwide that's worldwide you know so what i did was i started from i started from the top and started working my way down to the bottom you know what i'm saying we went to france we opened up a company in cognac france which is the manufacturing company then i came to the u.s and i opened up company, the import company. So we started importing from our company in France to the U.S. Then I started supplying Louisiana. You know, then we branched out and started getting some other states. And uh, eventually we're going to start getting, we're going to work our way to where we can start opening up retail locations. Yep. So I'm starting from the top and working my way down to the back to the to the local business. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think it's, it's better that way because uh, going international expands your vision, man. You know what I'm saying, man? It's, it's, it's exciting knowing that you can do business with a country like Australia or, or, or Dubai or Africa, you know, or the UK. You know what I'm saying? And those, and those countries love products from the United States. Right. You know, they, they are looking for people like you and me to do business with every day. You know, it's just that not enough people from the United States are tapping into the international side of business. You know, so what I would suggest uh, is get involved in international trade, all right, for number one. Right. Number two, I would I would say that every successful business owner knows that you have to build the business owner before you build the business. Gotcha. You know, so whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter. If you're working at a convenience store, you're learning people skills. You know, if you, if you, whatever you do, every every job you've ever, every job I've ever had, has taught me a skill that has become part of my foundation of the company that I'm building today. Right. So we just gotta, we just gotta think bigger, and we gotta we gotta we gotta prepare ourselves for for business. So that means, you know, learn people skills, you know, brush up, you know, sharpen up your salt, you know, uh, sharpen up on your, uh, on your, on your sales, on your salesman skills, uh, on your marketing skills, you know what I'm saying? Uh, everything that you're going to be doing in business, you want to, you want to try to learn, you try to sharpen up your skills in those areas before you actually start your business. Right. You know, but you, you want to have, you know, don't just start a business. You know what I'm saying? Build, 
the business owner first, you know. Accumul you know, they got a lot of books that you can learn on how to become successful, like, uh, uh, and it doesn't doesn't matter what industry that you're planning on getting. You can, like a book like uh, uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Hawk Ecker. That's a book that I would recommend for somebody that wants to become successful. Uh, also, man, one of the one of my favorites is uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. It teaches you, teaches you how to build wealth, how to establish passive income, uh, how to use your working income to to purchase assets. You know that that's going to increase your passive income. How to eliminate your expenses. I mean, how to minimize your expenses and eliminate your liabilities. All right. Because and, and, and lastly. The most important thing that I would tell is try to get out of bondage before you before you get started. Or even if you can't do it before you get started, work on it while you're working on your business. Eliminate your liabilities. You know, right now, man, the biggest the biggest thing about me being in business right now is that I don't have any debt. I don't have no mortgage. I don't have no car notes. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no credit card. I don't need none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't have none of that stuff. Right. I don't, I'm, I'm totally debt-free, man. All I pay is light and water, bro, on the personal side. And I just hell my little basic expenses and stuff that I have. So any money that I make from my business, uh, my business pays for the warehouse. That's 100% tax deductible. Uh, my business pays for those expenses, you know, for me to run the company and stuff like that. On the personal side, I pay myself, you know, salary or whatever. But guess what? I don't, I don't pay anything other than light and water. So it makes it easier for for your business to to become successful when you're debt free. When you when you don't have all that bondage holding you down. You don't have all that pressure. That pressure on you, like man, if I don't make this kind of money this month, all right, I got a mortgage to pay. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, they're gonna put me out. They're gonna take my house. So you know, that's too much pressure. When you're trying to build a business, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're going to be using the business money to pay for all your personal stuff, pay for your lifestyle. But if you let, if you minimize your lifestyle down to the bare minimum, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't worry about you know the the, the big house or the, the cars and this right there. Just take what you got, pay it off, pay it off if you can, and don't go buy nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Take any extra money you got and throw it in and invest it into your business, invest it into yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you can't make you, you keep setting yourself back every time you go you go finance a car. Or every time you go get a mortgage or you finance a car, go go, go get a, a personal loan, you set yourself back by by a, a couple of years or more. So that's the most important thing. Eliminate bondage, man. Build the business owner before you build the business. You know what I'm saying? And get involved in international trade. You know, and, and if, you, if, if you don't you know, know where to start when it comes down to international trade, go to export.gov. And just play around with that website. Type in trade missions. You know what I'm saying? It might not be something that you're interested in. Just go, just go to learn about it because international trade, import-export deals with everything. Everything that you know, everything that you can see with the human eye is either been imported or exported. So you need to learn learn about international trade. 
Gotcha. You Gotcha, gotcha. Now, can you see cognac being, yo, cognac being one of the official drinks for the New Orleans Saints one day, like a sponsorship? I, I, I would rather, you 
That your cognac good, man. The bottle is nice too, though. The bottle real nice. smooth for sure uh so do you bottle is it's like an exo bottle yeah it's similar to we have a top a, a cart top cart type top or it's not like a screw off top like the hens have uh, it's an expensive top gotcha and do, do you have any shout outs and do you want to give your website and social media platforms Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Novell, that's all I have, man. I really, I really appreciate you appreciate you for taking time to be on my show. I'm looking forward to your cognac getting bigger and better than it already is. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I appreciate you, man, you know, for thinking about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, pro no problem, no problem. Definitely. And I, I, wish, I wish you well, man, with everything you're doing. Gotcha. I got you. Know, you know, I can put you in contact with some people, maybe uh, from from some other countries, and get you uh, get you started on that in the, in the national side. Gotcha. I got your phone number saved in uh, my phone. Okay. Yeah. yeah awesome. So, all right. This TNT Sports Podcast episode number sixty nine. Good morning.